0: This podcast is brought to you by Parallel, the first and only OBGYN-founded prenatal vitamin with targeted nutrients for each stage of motherhood. Most prenatal vitamins treat pregnancy with a one-size-fits-all approach, but your body changes throughout each trimester and so do your nutritional needs. So when I first started looking at prenatals, I was immediately attracted to Parallel and have been taking them for my entire first trimester and plan to continue them through the second and third, as well as through postpartum. Their first trimester pack has everything you need to support baby's early development, like folate, omega DHA and EPA, two full spectrum multivitamins and B6 and ginger to help fight off nausea. Um, yeah, I've definitely needed that. So wherever you are in your pregnancy journey, check out ParallelHealth.com. They are offering a special 20% discount just for this audience. So use code BIGKID20 for 20% off your first month. That's ParallelHealth.com and use code BIGKID20 for 20% off. Of and and our
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to week seven of pregnancy with yours truly. I'm Sarah Merrill Hall. I'm the comedy writer behind the Instagram blog and podcast Big Kid Problems, and I'm also seven weeks pregnant. Welcome to the show. Thank you guys for tuning in this week. Um, my fellow seven-week pregos, I hope your week is going a hell of a lot easier than mine. Um, I have been absolutely miserable this week. Like, actually, I was waiting. I've been waiting all week to record this episode, like hoping that I would have like a window of grace or a period of time where I would just feel a little bit better to record this and it's not happening. So here we are. Um, I have just felt so nauseous, so tired uh, all week long. Um, it's really been quite unpleasant if I had to put it lightly. And um, And yeah, I mean, it's been a rough one. It's been a rough one. I hope some of you out there listening who are in a similar boat um, aren't experiencing this level of nausea. It is no bueno. So one of the big things that happened this week is I actually got to go in for my ultrasound appointment. A lot of people usually do this at week eight. I don't know why, but for some reason I'm on like some weird schedule where I'm like a week early on all of these appointments. Like instead of going in at six weeks, I went in at five weeks. And instead of going in at eight weeks, I went in at seven weeks. I don't know what's going on. Um, But most people will do this at week eight. But for me, I got to go in this week and get an ultrasound. I got to drag Brandon with me. Um, And I guess I always had this vision of what an ultrasound appointment looked like. Like I've, you know, pictured they you know, put some goo on your belly and they rub the ultrasound machine like over that. And you got to listen to the heartbeat and like, like music played in the background and we would all cry. That wasn't really the experience. Um, one thing. So I don't know if, if maybe if you're going in at week eight, maybe it'll be a little bit different, but because I was so, I'm so early, they they don't give you the normal ultrasound at week seven. I got to do the transvaginal ultrasound, which if nobody warns you about that, let me give it to you. So instead of going like over the belly and like rubbing it on the outside of the stomach, they're going in, baby. They're going in. So they use this like wand shaped probe. It kind of looked like a little, like a smaller zucchini, but like you're getting the visual And that sucker is getting lubed up and just shoved right in. Um, So I wasn't really emotionally prepared for that. But here we are. And, I mean, Brandon saw this thing, like, getting lubed up. And he's like, do you want me to leave the room? I'm like, no, motherfucker. You better sit here and you better watch because this is the shit that I have to do to carry our child into this world. So he sat behind me, um, had this thing put in. And, I mean the embryo is so so small but you you know you kind of take a look around the uterus and then sure enough we could see the embryo up on the screen and you can see the little flicker a, a little flickering and you know the lady doing it is she's like see that's the heartbeat so that was kind of cool. Um, you know, that's a good sign. We obviously want to see that. I thought you got to hear the heartbeat. And again, maybe if you're going in at week eight, maybe it's a little bit different. She she told us, she's like, well, we don't typically let anyone listen to the heartbeat this early on, which I thought was kind of weird and scary. Um, but maybe maybe it's different if you go in at week eight. But anyway, she wouldn't let us listen to it, but we could see it. We could see the little flickers. Um so that was fun. And we got a picture of our little our little bean in there, which is still very, very tiny. Um, and then who, from there, from the ultrasound, you know, you go over to the doctor's office. And usually at this point for your, you know, quote unquote week eight appointment, you get some blood work done. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about this on week eight's episode because I just think more people will uh, be going through that at that time. I actually... Um, pushed off my blood work for week twelve till week twelve, which we'll talk about next week. Um, but anyways, that was the big thing this week. I really just got to do the ultrasound and, and see the heartbeat and know that everything was healthy and good to go so far. Um but other than that, I mean this week has been just rough. I've been super, super nauseous. I still have the really bad food aversions. We talked about this last week. Just really unable to eat anything like there's been a couple days where I've had like a piece of toast and some fruit Um and that's it like for the entire day like I sometimes I can't eat dinner at all or like have been skipping meals so I've actually I got on the scale this week I've actually lost two pounds which isn't great I mean I don't I'm not trying to lose weight I'm uh, this is the first time in my life that's not a welcome sign. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to do whatever I can. Um, I did do a little bit of of research this week, trying to just figure out what to do. So if anybody else is having like really strong food aversions or just really bad nausea, here's what I came up with. Um, one of the big things is like, they say to, like just eat what you can. So, um, I've just been eating like a lot of fruit, like fruit is like one of the few things I can tolerate. For some reason, I was like really craving cantaloupe this week. So I just been, I've been eating a shit ton of cantaloupe. Um, you know, if I can eat bread, like bread's been one of the things. So I've been like eating bagels. I'm like any way to just get some calories in me, like I'll do. Um, so eating what you can, I think is a big thing. Um, I talked about the smoothies last week. Those have been helping a lot, but even that sometimes like I'm starting to get an aversion to those. Um, another thing I found: um, one of my other girlfriends, who's pregnant, who had really bad nausea her whole first trimester, she recommended um, B-natal lollipops. Like, there's there's supposed to be like lollipops that are supposed to help with morning sickness. I'll actually I'll link them in show notes for anybody who wants to check them out. I haven't gotten them yet. I literally just ordered them, but I'm really hoping they work. Uh, and then yes, last and then last week we also talked about Unisom. One of my girlfriends mentioned that, but When I talked to the doctor this week when I was in the office, she said, yes, Unisom is great, but you also want to take it with a B6 supplement at night. So for whatever reason, that combo is supposed to help. So I have been taking like half a Unisom at night just to kind of like just to sleep because otherwise I'm tossing and turning and just feeling like shit. So the Unisom has been helping me sleep a little bit. And then I just ordered the B6 and I'm hoping that that combo helps a lot. Um... And for anybody, I mean, I'm obviously complaining a lot about being nauseous, but for any of you out there who have like, like have been throwing up a ton or have like really severe nausea, uh, my doctor also said that, that you can get a prescription for bone. I think it's pronounced Bonesta. I could be botching that. It's, it's spelled B-O-N-J-E-S-T-A. Bonesta, I don't know, uh, but that's supposed to help a lot. And um, I was talking to a girlfriend of mine who said she that she took that. She said she wasn't throwing up, but she wasn't like super severe. She's probably similar to me, but she was just like my nausea was debilitating every day. And she said that that Bonesta helped a lot. So I'm gonna see how I feel in a, in a little bit. I'm trying to ride it out, but I might actually look into that as well because this is just Ms. Um, all right. So let's talk about maybe some other symptoms that you could be facing at week seven guys at week seven, we are in it, you know, like we're in the throes of the first trimester, which is supposed to be like the most, um, uncomfortable in terms of like feeling like crap. So we're in it. We're in it. Um, here are some other symptoms you might be feeling, um, fatigue. Obviously we talked about that. Um, One of the things they say to do is to eat small meals throughout the day. I've been trying to do that. Honestly, I've been having so much trouble eating. But if you can, eating small meals throughout the day is supposed to help with energy. Also, moving around, getting some, they say, like at least 30 minutes a day. I mean, whew. Do what you can, people. Do what you can. Uh, Heartburn and indigestion is a symptom that many people could be feeling right now. Um, Excessive saliva is another one. I haven't experienced that that I know of, um, but apparently that is due to some of the hormones that are flowing through your body. Um, Mood swings are a big thing right now. Um, Yes, I will say yes. I got, I had like my first big, like, mental or my first big emotional breakdown this last weekend where I just got so pissed off at my husband. I mean, this poor guy, (laughs) this poor guy didn't even see it coming. But I think mood mood swings are real. I've been trying to tell him ever since. I'm like, look, if I'm getting really pissed off at you, like his whole thing is he wants to like always you know, if if there's an issue, we want, he wants to talk about it. He wants to like get past it. And I'm like, you have to understand that these hormones are flowing through my veins at a rapid hour. And sometimes I don't want to talk about it. Sometimes I'm just going to fly off the handle and it's not going to make any sense to you. And you just got to (laughs) like write it out, dude. We're not going to sit here and talk about every single thing that's pissing me off because we'll be here all night. So mood swings are real. If anyone else is going through them, um, it's a thing. It's a thing. And it's perfectly, perfectly normal. They also say, I mean, it's still like so early in pregnancy and like still just like the shock of the life change um, is, is a real thing too. So anyone who's feeling like scared or um, unsure about things like those feelings are perfectly normal at this time. Um, clothes might be starting to feel a little bit tighter at week seven. And I, I mentioned this, I think last week, because I, I've noticed that change almost at week five, like things started getting tighter. And I know that's surprising because like the embryo is only the size of a blueberry, but um, your uterus is actually swelling. So they say at this time, your uterus is swollen to like the size of an orange. And that's why, you know, you might be feeling like your jeans are tight or whatnot. And then another big symptom that you might be facing at week seven is just your boobs. Your boobs might be killing you. And actually they say that some women have grown a full cup size at seven weeks of pregnancy. This is like perfectly normal to grow that much this early, which might actually be fun if they weren't so uncomfortable, sore and achy. And the culprit here is obviously the pregnancy hormones, estrogen and progesterone, progesterone. Yeah estrogen, and progesterone. Um, Fat is also building up in your breasts and blood flow to the area is increasing. Your nipples may be sticking out a little more than usual, but they're so sensitive and tender that they may hurt to the touch. Um, The areola at this point, which is the dark area around the nipple, has already gotten darker and larger and will continue to grow and deepen in color over the months to come fun and you also might notice on your boobs some little goosebump like spots on the areola and these bumps are glands that supply lubrication to the areola in anticipation of breastfeeding so lots of changes happening on the boobs um And if you didn't listen to my advice last week, I'm going to say it again, but try and get, try and get a few pictures before some of these changes really come in. Like my nips haven't really gotten darker yet. Um, so you might want to, you might want to snap a few pics and see what they look like before and after, because once they, once they change, they're, they're probably never going to look the same, um, as they do pre-pregnancy, well, at least without surgery, So those are the big symptoms, um, going on with us. Now what's going on with our babies at seven weeks. So at this point, baby is about half an inch in length, about the size of a blueberry. And your embryo is actually 10,000 times larger than it was when it arrived in your uterus. So your baby is growing rapidly and generating new brain cells at a rate of 100 per minute. So that's kind of wild. And I mean, that's why we're all so freaking tired is like there's a lot of growth happening. Um, So you should feel proud. You should feel proud of your body that, you know, this thing has grown 10,000 times larger than when we started. So if you're feeling very sleepy and tired, that's why with your baby, hands and feet are starting to develop, although they look more like paddles at this point. Um, And also forming this week are your baby's mouth and tongue and eyelids And the kidneys are also in place now too, and those are developing. So a lot going on for baby. And finally, let's just chat some to-dos real quick for this week. So like I said, most of you are probably going to be prepping for your week eight tests. So to do this to kind of prep for going in, um, they recommend keeping a list of questions in your phone for your doctor. Uh, I'm so glad that I did this for my appointment because of course at the end of my appointment, my doctor's like, do you have any questions? And I completely blanked on all of the questions I had. So it was really helpful to just be able to be like, hold on a sec. And I just pulled up my note, my notes, um, my note section on my phone. And I had a whole list of things there that I could just kind of tick off. So highly recommend that one. Next to do, I mean, order whatever you got to order for nausea. I mentioned the lollipops, the Unisom, the B6, anything else you can find that might help. I mean, I've read a couple of things about like ginger biscuits or crackers or whatever you want. Just, you know, try some things out. if If you're really miserable, it doesn't hurt. Okay, this one is actually for the partners. So for any of my partners out there who are listening to this podcast, I have a little to do for you. And it's to go easy on your pregnant partner's boobs during foreplay. (laughs) And I'm not saying this from experience. I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm regurgitating something I read online, but I think that this is smart. Um, you might normally be like going for the boobs right away. This is not the time. All right. You want to go nice and easy on the boobs and just communicate with your partner before you, you know, go to town on those things. Cause they, if my husband were to come for my boobs right now, I would be like chopping his hand off. All right. So that's all for this week. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button and maybe leave a little review. If you can come connect with me on social at big kid problems or on my personal Instagram at Sarah Merrill underscore hall. I'd love to hear how your pregnancy is going. I hope it's a little bit easier than mine. I'll see you back here next week for week eight updates. And until then, thanks for bumping along with me.